Welcome back to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. We're here to talk about being aligned and misaligned with alignment. Woohoo! So everybody, go ahead and introduce yourself. I am Kelly. I am typically chaotic neutral. <laughs> and what are you in real life? Chaotic neutral. <laughs> no, actually, I'm chaotic good. Yes. More lawful, yeah. No. no, no, because I'm fucking crazy. Okay, I accept that. I, I will totally do a 180, and I can go from normal to crazy in less than 60 seconds. But you do like to follow the rules as long as they're rules you are not, you don't feel are unjust. Exactly, but I totally am 100% a, a believer in situational ethics, so I'm chaotic good. <laughs> So, my name is Jocelyn, and um, I have played many different characters on CPPN. Um, I normally go for a good alignment, because I have a hard time playing evil. Even if we are playing, like, a bad crew, I'm still like, Oh, but we don't want to murder those children, do we? <laughs> and everybody else is like, Yes, we do. I'm like, I can't do it. I have to leave the room. Um... <laughs> So, the worst I can do is a neutral character, um, and I, so I tend to play chaotic good a lot, chaotic neutral, sometimes if I feel like the rest of the group is going a little darker, then I go for neutral, so at least I won't be in the situation where I'm playing lawful good, and the rest of my party turns out to be chaotic, neutral, and evil, and I'm like... I think I have to kill my party. Because <laughs> that's real awkward. Because that happens. Because it happens and has happened. Also, oh, you've met my brother. Yes. <laughs> Never. <laughs> so, in real life, I would describe myself as being mostly chaotic good, occasionally chaotic neutral. Um, and I, like my comedy partner, Glenn, I do believe that there's sort of a more universal ethics. And so... I don't care about man-made laws and the shit that's on the books. If it's unjust and not right, I'm not fucking doing it. So that has been my probably moral compass since I could walk and talk. I always knew that I would steal the bread if that's what it required for me to live. Yep. And I always knew I would take down the oppressive man. And that makes me sound really radical and crazy. <laughs> and I do wear a lot of black. So maybe I am. And who's yeah. Skyping in? Neutral good. Would you like me to cover the alignments real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so when it comes to alignments, alignments kind of swing on a pendulum. You have lawful and chaotic. So lawful is you, you like structure. Chaotic is you're like, woohoo, whatever, with neutral in the middle. And then you have good, which you're, you're basically altruistic, doing things for the greater good. And then you have evil, which is a little more selfish and self-centered. So starting... So starting from the top of the list, we've got lawful good, which are creatures that can be counted on to do the right thing as expected by society. Gold dragons, paladins, and most dwarves are lawful good because they like that structure and they're doing the right thing for their clan and they're, 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 they're good like that. Then we've got neutral good, which is my personal pre preference. 
which is the folks do their best they can to help others according to their needs. Most celestials, some cloud giants, I'd love to see a, a neutral good cloud giant, that would just be funny. And most gnomes are neutral good. Okay. So it's, they don't care about the chaos or the lawful, they, they pick as they choose between that, but they do the good just for the good. Then we've got the chaotic good, which is the fun alignment. That's the one where creatures act as their conscious directs, and with little regard for what others expect. Many copper dragons, elves, and unicorns are chaotic good. I always knew I was a unicorn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a long time ago when the earth... <laughs> yeah, also, uh, I've had to spell out on dating applications that I do not accept unicorn hunters. <laughs> FYI. For realsies, legit. Then we have lawful neutral, which are individuals that act in accordance to law, tradition, personal codes. Many monks and some wizards are lawful neutral. So that's kind of traditionalist. You know, you, yeah. you stick to tradition because it's tradition. Right. Then you have neutral, which Jazz and I, you know, both agree Ooh, on this one. Oh, on no, you're not the only one. This is the black sheep of the alignment family. Yeah. This alignment of those who prefer to steer clear of moral questions and don't take sides, doing what seems the best of the time. Now, two of these examples are the only two I really can accept as, tr as true neutral. Lizard folk, who are basically crocodiles, who are going on pure instinct, and druids, you know, most druids were of the feral perspective, so they're, they're more reactionary to the environment as opposed to moral quandary. Right. And then it says many humans are neutral. I, I mean, disagree. I totally that disagree. says horrible things about humans. Yeah. Well, and, and my opinion is nobody can play true neutral. Mm-hmm. Very hard to it's do. It's so difficult. Because, you know, you're, it's, it's so reactionary because the problem is you have no standing. And I yeah. also feel like true neutral in a gaming group is a bit of a cop-out. Mm -hmm. um, I've mostly seen it from people who are like, I don't want to make a commitment, so I really can do the thing that's going to be the most powerful in the moment, um, just because I'm a, I'm a power gamer. And, and it is a power gamer alignment because you, you're not pinned down and you can do technically anything. But the problem is once you start and doing things, once you're doing things, you're picking a side. Yeah. 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 Then we have Chaotic Neutral, which is one that I know a lot of adventurers like, because mm. creatures that follow their whims and hold their personal freedom above all else. Many barbarians, rogues, some bards are Chaotic Neutral. Robin Hood's Chaotic Neutral. He bucked the system. Elves tend to be Robin chaotic. Hood chaotic good. Yeah. He bucks the system to do good in his The greater good. Exactly. I agree. Then we have my second favorite alignment, just because I used to play Palladium RPGs and play Abrant, which was evil with the code of honor. Mm. The lawful evil. The other side of the lawful good. This is the way I actually view most lawful creatures. It's true. Uh. As secretly lawful evil, tending to be good. They're really evil. <laughs> creatures methodically take what they want within the limits of their code of tradition, loyalty, or order. Devils, blue dragons, hobgoblins are all lawful evil. Mm. Because you could quite easily say lawful good and lawful evil or Judge Dredd. I am the law. No, yeah. Judge Dredd well, is a perfect example, I think. Mm -hmm. He's really good. Yeah, because the law is more important to him than whether it's just. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In just, doing good or not, he's, I, I would actually call him lawful neutral. Yeah. Because he will just follow the law no matter what. Just from rote as opposed yeah. to mm -hmm. translation. There's no subtlety for him. Then we have neutral evil, this alignment for those who 
who do whatever they can and get away with without compassion or qualms. Many drow, cloud giants, and yugoths are neutral mm. evil. Because it's evil for evil's sake. Yeah. Listen, the social justice era was obviously lawful good. Okay, because it wasn't, you know, she's choosing to go away from the whole drow culture. Well, I mean, I feel like that's very much boxing me in as a drow to say that <laughs> I have to participate in the drow culture. I was clearly adopted by the halflings. I clearly am able to make my own understanding and to follow a greater morality. Goodness. And also, why are we always pigeonholing drow? It's just not just. I, I agree. No race should, in theory, be pigeonholed to any alignment. Because if they're intelligent, they can choose to go their own direction. But, exactly. But playing the social justice drow was an incredibly <laughs> fun character to play. Uh, and then we've got the Joker of the D&D world. The chaotic evil. Those who just want to see the, see the world, world burn. Right? Creatures act with arbitrary violence spurred by their greed, hatred, or bloodlust. Demons, red dragons, orcs are all chaotic evil. Because, of course, that gives us that whole we burn it just because we can burn it. You know, we're the scorpion that stings you just because it's who I am. Right. And it's good to have some of those typecast baddies in, in the world because then that's the, the baddies you can count on being baddies that are unpredictable. Yeah. And that to me, they're, well, I actually find lawful evil characters to be the most distressing. Because um, you can find common ground. No, I don't find common ground with those fuckers. Oh, God. But, but <laughs> lawful evil is the sort of person who thinks that being a Nazi is okay. Because you're following the laws. Mm -hmm. And that's horrifying. The fact that they can have, find that superior, that moral superiority that's not really there. Well, I mean, they're like, it's the law. Mm -hmm. And they're more about the law than they are about whether or not that law is just or, you know, humane or appropriate. They've just elevated the law beyond everything else. And it's enabled them to do horrific things mm -hmm. in the name of the law or I mean, I'm just following orders yeah. right and so I mean chaotic evil you can't predict it's, that's also yeah, terrible it's a force of nature. evil but like a lawful, lawful evil, evil person you could sit down and have a dinner party with them and not realize that you're sitting across the table from somebody who's truly horrific you're always going to know when you're sitting across from a chaotic evil person that that person would set me on fire. They and then you see that lawful, that lawful evil person will have you to dinner. You'll have a pleasant conversation, pleasant dinner, but you're there to die because you broke the rules, and they'll have no compunctions about killing like you after of, that pleasant dinner. Right. Like some <laughs> of the best villains out there, like uh, Prince John. Yeah. Or uh, Khan. Yes. The tiger that's just doing his job. He's controlling in the Jungle Book. He's just doing Absolutely. what the tiger does. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Completely horrifically evil, but he's just doing his job. He's just following the rules. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, of course, the worst part is when you have this this pinnacle shining knight that you think is a good guy and you find out he's really just lawfully evil and playing his part. Yes, that is absolutely the worst, especially if you've been dating him. I mean, really? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! So, so, Evie, which one do you think is your favorite alignment? Well, I, I think 
lot more interesting things. If, I mean, yeah, I can totally see what you guys are saying about neutral being a total cop-out. Neutral, neutral. Yeah. 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 Um, it's playing video games like Fable. Oh, I, I love that game. both ways, good and evil. Um, but I, I tend, my natural tendency is to lean towards the gooder. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. And I have a I have a real hard time being absolutely evil, but in real life, I do believe that there's such a thing as social appropriateness as opposed to social mores. Um, I tend to live my life on social appropriateness rather than what society says I should think and feel and be. Because I did I don't agree with what society told me I should be. I kind of gave that a bite. Right, but so now I would be a chaotic, I would say chaotic because I really don't hurt people. Mm. Yeah, no, so you have a good I, heart, yeah, but there's a chaotic, and then you know what? I'm, I'm making my own decisions on each thing based on that thing rather than on law or social mores or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, no, I make my own decisions because I have a brain. And think about it. Being a creative maker, that leads to the more chaotic because you're breaking tradition. You're, you're making something new. You're trying yeah. different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you're a good point. You're creating something new all the time. Uh-huh. I, I, I think I, I tend to be much more of a chaotic individual. And, and so that would be my first tendency for the first couple rules. And I think that's why I picked chaotic for violent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, is that I do... That's what I know, and I can play it while I'm learning the rules of the game. I may try other shit later. Yeah. Because that's really, for me, that's what the whole idea of D&D is, is that you're trying on different stuff that isn't you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that brings up a, a point, um, is like trying things on and stuff. You know, it's totally possible to change your character in-game. Like, yeah. hey, your character chain evolves it, it takes on, you know, has new experiences, and it's developing. Right. And same as, I think it's perfectly fair to call somebody out not playing their alignment. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, you know what, dude? Or dude, you know, yes. being the non-gender. Person. Yeah. Dude uh, dude. It's like, yeah, dude is not. It's that It's like, you, you change your alignment, you know? If yeah. you can't play that, you know, if you can't play... What it is, just change the alignment. Yeah. Don't don't continue to say you're one thing when you're totally acting like <laughs> a completely different... And, and that's one thing I know a lot of players and GMs are squeamish of is the whole changing alignment in the game. Dude, go for it. If you're acting more of this way than that way, or if your character has a cool yeah. pinnacle moment that changes the way their perspective is, exactly. it makes perfect sense that... When you level... It's part of the drama. You can either do, like in older editions, the, the, the fun thing was having your alignment start slipping. Yeah. yeah. So you go from like, okay, I'm lawful good to now lawful neutral. Right. Because all of a sudden I'm less altruistic and more in the moment. I'm, I'm right. picking which one I want to be. Yeah. yeah. Then if bad acts continue, you're now lawful evil. Right. You know, or if... All of a sudden, you're lawful good, and you start just doing random acts of violence. Which, well, that's not lawful anymore, unless there's a, re- a secret reason, maybe. Right. However, right. I honestly think that, like, say, okay, you start off as, you may start off, say you start off as lawful good. You start doing shit that's bad, 
okay, then you start slipping, Mm -hmm. okay? And your character then, you know, basically goes to chaotic neutral at that point. I don't feel that given a character arc that Eric character could ever go back to lawful good ever. No, no redemption There's, story for you. No, and and see, but redemption is different. Then redemption would be more chaotic good mm-hmm. because you can't take away those things. I think that you know those experiences in my yeah. you know. Once you kill the younglings, there's no going back. Yeah, it, well, yeah. I, 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 hey, I agree with that. That would be chaotic evil. Once, once you do these bad, bad things, you can never fully get back to where yeah, you are like, unless you I'm spend sorry. a long Even time. though Darth Vader changed his mind at the end and stuff, you know, and he got to be a ghost again and stuff, I'm sorry, he's not lawful good anymore. See, no matter what he I, did at I the end. I still joke with friends on that one. Vader still was evil. He was just keeping the Emperor from killing his son, who was going to rule the universe with him, mm. as father and son united. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, I, d- I don't see Vader's evolution the same way as you mm-hmm. do, Jim. Um, I do believe in redemption. I think it's an important story arc element. But I hear what you're saying, Kelly. Like, once you've embraced chaos... It's hard to return to a lawful aspect. Exactly. You can still redeem yourself, but I don't think you can go so far as to be the total opposite end because the experiences color your perception at that point. I would say that if I were running a game and somebody wanted to have that redemption arc, they would have to sell it pretty hard. I would need to see a lot of work to have somebody, like, renounce their chaotic ways. Mm. And it would... To me, it would be forever a pitfall that they would have to avoid. Like, yeah. you cannot slip. If you want to return to lawful good, though, God, why would you? <laughs> but if you wanted to. Well, the you way. Know, when you when you start as a paladin and then you become a fallen paladin, you lose all your godly powers. Oh, that, or uh, think about those reformed sinners that become born totally again. right, you know, like yeah. hardcore. To me, they're not, they're, they're not like pinnacles at that point where, you know, where mm-hmm. they try to be this pinnacle of paragon. What a paragon of society type of thing. No, they're, they're just as, I mean, because they're, they, they tend to make others feel bad or persecute others yeah. for the sins that they themselves had committed and that, oh, because I have seen the light and I've changed my ways, I'm better than you. Yeah. That yes, drops yeah, them right down there. from mm-hmm. being, you know. That's lawful evil, right there. <laughs> <laughs> See, so it's like you know, there's a lot of perspectives. So I mean, right. alignment is a tricky thing. Mm-hmm. It really is. And before we started this conversation, <laughs> our mutual friend Glenn was talking to us before he had to go off on another thing, and you know, he really did point out that alignment is tricky. It's not necessarily indicative of. Of lived experience and human reality. Mm-hmm. I think the best games are ones where a GM, like Jim, understands. Thank you. <laughs> I haven't run a game in a while, but I do love to do it. Um, but understands that alignment flexes, alignment changes. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, even if we have alignment, we can uh, break that occasionally and still mostly be that alignment. Mm-hmm. It's when, you know, you have somebody who's just like, no, no, 
I'm lawful good and spends a lot of time killing prisoners all over the place. You're like, yeah. oh. I don't think that lawful good means, means what you think it means. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to change your alignment now. Now, if there were, you know, gnolls running around, okay, maybe that I could see because they're baby-eating monsters that are chaotic creatures of baby-eating monsterness. Well, and the fact yeah. that their god chooses to, I mean, like. <laughs> they're insane. Yeah. They're, they're just, you know, conditionally insane. Yeah. And dark and evil. And mm. can- all those things. All those things. But well, not all orcs have to be evil, okay? It's well, we're no, it's true. And, and we've done groups where we've had like you know tribe of orcs raised by a different god than the the norm, right. who taught them differently. You know, maybe a missionary goes out there and teaches a, a group of creatures different cultures. And now I'm going to say something really subversive. <laughs> Even in the D&D world, the question is, is it nature versus nurture? Yeah, and I think in our games, we tend to treat it as nurture yes. really matters when it comes to morality and alignment. Mm-hmm. But that it's nature when it comes to, are you a magic user? Yeah. <laughs> you know, are you a rogue um, your morality, though, is about the nurture. And so I like that we've been able to have things like hobgoblins and, you know, mm. goblins and orcs mm. who become allies. Yeah, or the social justice drow. Yeah. Who's <laughs> definitely not a bad character. Because after all, you can have Drizzt, you know, mm. a good drow. Yeah, and you embrace that shit, you know? You are wonderful. I mean, think about it. You could have angels that have been tortured to become evil. You could have good dragons that have been, you know, tortured to become bad or raised to be bad. Right. Or cursed to be bad. Because remember, there's always been in D&D those cursed items and magic items that change alignments too. Yeah. So no alignment's 100% in stone. Right. Except for, of course, like creatures that don't have free will. And they're just behaving on instinct. And most of us like to have free will. Yeah. Free yeah. will is good. Free will is righteous. It's the biggest trick the gods ever committed. I mean, <laughs> if you believe in that sort of thing. <laughs> so, that's where I'm at with alignment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But eh, alignment is a very tricky topic. Um, and I don't think a lot of uh, groups or GMs actually go into discussions on it. They just kind of, okay, well, you know, just pick one and Mm -hmm. move on. Yeah, and I think it's really one of those amazing qualities of developing your character that can be so rich, but it does require people to give it some thought and to play to their alignment or to struggle with their alignment. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is, you're right, Kelly, like I've been in so many groups where People are like, well, just pick your alignment. And there's no discussion about how it's going to affect your character. Or the relationships between characters. Whereas in our groups, we're usually really aware of how the the alignment dynamic affects how we react to each other, as well as how it affects our choices. Mm -hmm. I love that. Well, and... Yeah, well, and... Just be open and communicate. I well, mean, we've got... We appreciate the whole background. I mean, one of the things about D&D 5th Edition 
that it encourages the role in playing in the R-O-L-E yeah. versus there, the R-O-L-L. exactly and i and uh, one of the big reasons why i really love fifth edition is because of that mm-hmm. and they help you create these character backgrounds and i think that the alignment is another layer on mm-hmm. top of that to to help you you know insight to your character and then and that's why i think that it can be fluid and that it can change, mm-hmm. yeah. but you have to be conscious of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I loved in the older D and Ds for the new GMs when they'd get to like the pre-gen cities and things. It would tell you what the general alignment is, so that way it could tell you this town is chaotic evil. So it's a biker town that you're going to get dragged out into the streets because there's no rule of law other than strength, you know. Or hey, right. this Might is lawful right. neutral. So there's laws, don't break them. You yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the politicians might be a little corrupt, but it's mostly lawful neutral. Right. You know? Or then you find out the town's lawful good, and you're like, uh, guys, be on your best behavior. Right. Because you could step on the grass and die. Yeah. Well, you're not supposed <laughs> to step on the grass. You know. But they probably won't kill you. They'll just like sentence you to, you know, several weeks of grass cutting. Yes. You know. Give you a semi-Buddhist punishment, you know, because they're lawful good. Yeah, they're not if if they you. were they were lawful neutral, well, they could I was take your referencing hand off. the Star, Star Trek, Trek episode where Wesley stepped oh, on the ground when he trips and hits and, that little. Yes. and it didn't matter. They're like, no, that's law. Yes, no, that's law. Talk uh-huh. about a lawful neutral society mm-hmm. where the justice of the law is just not even. There is no considered. spirit of the law. It's just the law. Right. Yeah. There's no wiggle room for justice. That's such a great episode, actually. Mm-hmm. So that's why yeah. I was. And then, oh, uh, in Star Trek, there was an episode Next of Gen. Next Gen. Where Wesley's playing football with these aliens. With these locals on this planet. With these planet. Young, young kids. And he basically trips and falls on the grass and hits this little greenhouse thing and breaks it. And of course, you know, his folks are like, are you okay? He's fine, he's fine. But then immediately he's clapped in irons and dragged off. Yeah. And uh, basically it was a don't step on the grass. You broke any type of law. Boom. It's a death sentence. And ignorance of the even law is not forgiveness exactly of the law. Exactly, it's not forgiveness of the law. So even though he's from off-planet... Had no idea they were, you know, so of course they have to try and get him off. Mm-hmm. They have that. to save Wesley. Well, yeah. And of course that, that's... But that's a, like, taking example. it to the extreme of... But that's, like in D&D, that's one of the great things. If you look at, like, cultures interpret them with, with alignments, you know. Yeah. It's like, think about it. Cutting a thief's hands off is a horrible act, but really, is it horrible or is it more of a lawful neutral? It's still that horrible. horrible. <laughs> I think I covered how I feel about uh-huh. being overly lawful. Early or if on. you're in an oppressive society where if you, you know, kick caught spitting on the sidewalk, you get caned. Yeah. That, that could be on the, on the negative spectrum. Could be. I might, I might find that negative. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I find that pretty negative, um, having, having done a lot of research into Nazi Germany. Yeah. Yeah. It was very much a very lawful society. Yeah. The fact that the laws were being created by people who were pretty evil. That that um, comes into the problem with a lawful society is who's who's writing the laws. Also, that's why it's important to oppose laws you know to be unjust. Mm-hmm. Because it, laws are stepping stones. Yeah. Also, laws are created by humans, therefore they're not infallible. Mm-hmm. Therefore, Jim Crow. 
Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, it just slipped out. It happens. Sorry. But again, we're, we basically go back to the how fact that this is a tricky thing. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I think that that's why some people's gamers don't want to think about it. Because, you know, hey, and while we don't may not consciously always focus on those types of things when we're crafting our characters and stuff. Yeah. But for us, I know we typically pay attention to it. But we don't let it bog us down, typically. Yeah. No, we're um, able to navigate that without being bogged down. Exactly. So, whereas, you know, I know a lot of people like, oh, let's just have a quick fun game and stuff. They don't want to necessarily, um, casual players won't necessarily, you know, focus on that type yeah. of thing. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, if that's the group, hey, if I'm in a pickup group, I'm not going to be... Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm at, like, some gaming convention where I only have four hours period for this one shot, um, I will try and pay attention to it. But it's not going to be my main focus. Right. But if I'm doing a long campaign with a group over an extended period of time, yeah, you may want to take a little more time to, That's you know, come up sort that type of thing out. Choices. Right. Exactly. And the dynamic is going to... It's going to make a difference with that dynamic. So, and f- from a GM's point of view, it's great when alignment comes into play because that's the difference between you capture them and tie them up, or you capture them and you you execute the the, the prisoners. Right, or you capture them and torture them for information. Mm-hmm. So and, and from an NPC mm-hmm. point of view, it comes down to the okay. If the bad guy, if you say I surrender only... and I'll let you live, will they surrender and try to stab you in the back, or will they surrender and they will keep the the parlay, you know. Right. Hey, I only hit him in the throat once, and I agreed to take my knife away from his throat just because I was tricking him into I wasn't actually hurting him. No, and you were right. And he was chaotic evil, so yeah. And he was him. exactly so. He was all about destroying the world, but I drought. was giving him more of a benefit than he would have given me. It's true. So whereas I wouldn't have actually truly just killed him if I had him at my mercy, and I did. I was actually kind and let him. Like, of course it cause problems because I was being, you know, generous and taking my dagger away from his throat. But I digress. And that's why our lawful good monk jumped out the window at the first command. (laughs) (laughs) I will catch him! Maybe not. Bad time for bad rolls. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it worked out though. Yes, and that's the magical role-playing game because you never really know. Exactly. That's Failing true. forward really does add a good dynamic to gaming. And and I, I know we all, like, especially have certain characters that we never want to see die because they're just that, you know, yeah, part of us. Amazing. But sometimes, you know, there's times when, you know, you can go out in the most dramatically beautiful cinematic way and it becomes this... A beautiful this, death. Yeah, this beautiful death or this story that you... It's a beautiful moment in the story. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. And it makes for a very cinematic moment. So, I mean, don't be afraid. I mean, I know if you put a lot of time and effort into a character... It's hard to let them go. It's hard, but... Come on, look at Valerian. Conan. Well, and yeah. I mean, I did Can have I this talk her? with uh, Jim when my monk I thought was going to die after jumping out the window. <laughs> I was like, I'm okay. I'm and okay we discussed with ideas, and too. And the, you yeah. know. So. And it's, and it's funny. 
your moment, I saved you. Yes. And in my moment, you saved me. That's right. And how it, funny is that? And when you're gaming, it's cool to talk amongst yourselves about cool ideas that you might not think about that your character would think about. Right. Use your ladle as a grappling hook. You know? It's so good. Yeah. So good. And I could so see a monk do that and then running sideways down the spire, you know? Right. right. Totally doing the Jackie Chan, you know, ninja move. It was a great moment. It was a lot of fun. It was also like, honestly, <laughs> I definitely had a moment of panic, like, but I just started to really understand this character. Fuck. Uh huh. <laughs> so let's all take a turn to pick a character in, in fiction that matches an alignment. Evie, I'm going to give you the good, the easy one. What's a character that you, you like that's lawful good? Sam Vines. Oh, yes. He's, he's consciously lawful good, but he's fighting. So, <laughs> yeah. or evil going on, and he fights it all the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Kelly, I'm going to give you a hard one. Huh. Neutral good. Neutral good. Okay. That's a muddy see. one. Yeah, that one... Uh... I actually know a really good example of that one. Hold on, give me a sec. Uh, let's see here. Neutral good. You know what? I'm going to have to say Lando Calrissian. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. I can see that. Ooh. Yeah, because initially he's really just... Yeah, he, he helps others according to their needs. Uh -huh. you know? I mean, he's, he's not a bad guy, yeah. but it's pretty much... It's what it's it's all it's about all him. Evils. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, and he may be, you know, mm -hmm. a bit, you know, he may be a bit of a thief and a, you know, it was a like rogue. a, a rogue, a little bit, a bit of a rogue. Um, but he's not malicious. He's mm -hmm. not, you know, he's just, you know, trying to set himself up. If you know, he doesn't have to hurt you, he won't. But so, Jocelyn, chaotic good. Um. I actually have a really good thought right there. All right, I'm going to, I want to know what yours is, but like Han Solo, of course, classic chaotic good. Mm -hmm. um, Ant-Man, I look at as being chaotic good. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Those fuckers. Yeah, like, pretty much all of them. Yeah, well, I mean, Rocket Raccoon. You can. <laughs> uh, well, he's more chaotic neutral. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need that guy's arm. Yeah, I'm obviously going to have to watch those stupid movies because I've never seen them. Yes. <gasps> oh, yes, oh girl, you will like them. They're really cute. So, They're see, super for funny. chaotic good, I was going to say Dean. Oh, Dean. <laughs> Dean. Dean. <laughs> yeah, no, he's totally chaotic good. Uh, I'll take lawful neutral. That's a hard one because mm -hmm. it's all about tradition and doing. I'll actually have to go with uh, Uncle from uh, Last Airbender. Oh. I don't see him. I see him as neutral you good. You see him as neutral good? Well, okay. Yeah, I'll, t I'll accept that. Uh, hmm, traditions. Um, neutral? Yeah, lawful neutral. Lawful neutral. So you're neutral. all about tr law, tradition, and personal codes. We're talking like Bushido style stuff, but still good or neutral-ish. Judge Dredd. No, no, because he would be. He's he's beyond neutral. He, 
Do you think so? I, I don't know. I, I really think so. Like, all it is is follow. Yes. Okay. Because in the comic like, book, he like massacres the... hundreds of people in every issue. Okay. So I okay. See, I'm on, yeah. I'm thinking. If you're talking like sliced alone, yes, Lawful that neutral. would be neutral. But if yeah. you're talking like the comic book Judge Dredd, where he guns I've down never read the comic people, book. you know. Yeah. No. No. no, and I'm yeah. not talking the Carlo Baum one. No, where it's even more violent. Yeah, it's, but Carlo Baum is definitely the sexier judge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. And Lena Headey was <gasps> amazing as the so bad. Good. So so we won't even mention neutral other than saying Sobek the crocodile. Yeah, Sobek the crocodile, neutral, mm-hmm. neutral. Okay, so uh, then we've got Evie. This is going to be a hard one. Chaotic neutral. Holds their personal freedoms above all else. Actually, I got a good one for this. Do you have one, Evie? No, I don't. I have one. What do you have? I have Jane from Firefly. Oh. That would be a really good one. Also, the two guys from the City of Gold cartoon... The rogues, they're basically, you remember there's the memes of them being bards? Oh, you oh. mean uh, the El Dorado. El Dorado. The, movie, El Dorado. Yeah, the city of gold. Yeah. Yes. They would both be chaotic neutral. What about Loki? He's kind of chaotic neutral. Yeah, because he doesn't really do totally evil stuff. It's more like prankstery stuff. Yeah, I mean, but sometimes he can he's... go off the edge. And sometimes he's really good. And sometimes he's just really mean. Yeah, but Rocket No, I see is... more petty as opposed to mean. Right. Rocket Raccoon is definitely like chaotic, chaotic neutral. neutral. Yeah, because he just wants it for the shits and giggles. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, follows their whims, holding their yeah. personal freedom above all else. Yeah. And, like, you know, what's wrong with blowing up? Blowing <laughs> stuff up. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah, fun. Yeah. So, so, Jocelyn, lawful uh, evil. Oh, lawful evil. <sighs> My favorite. Um, the uh, judge in uh, The Crucible. Ooh, that's ah. a good one. See, here's my vote. Um, oh, oh, oh I was, I was actually gonna say, uh, um, uh, Snoke. Snoke. Oh, Snoke. Yeah. Yeah, Snoke for sure. Because he wants, he wants to, control, you know, absolute control. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, 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 Age of Ultron. <laughs> ah, Thanos. Yeah. Lawful evil. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck him and his chin. <laughs> Fuck him all the way. With a snap of my fingers. Die in a fire, Thanos. So, Kelly, mm-hmm. neutral evil. Neutral Does evil? Does whatever they can get away with without compassion or qualms. Oh, well. Um, let's see here. I would have to say say hmm give me a moment it's a, it's find a rough somebody one. deliciously easy. uh you know what um oh god what's his name give us some hints the uh um it's another firefly reference uh the russian you pay too much. oh yes um fuck. starts with I a know. z doesn't it no no it's uh Oh my god, it's totally... Yeah, but it's you paid too much. It's like, Bob played him. Yeah. Dressed him as a... Yes. um, Fans at home are going to be screaming the name right now. I know, and I'm just so tired right now that... Sorry, Mm -hmm. I can't remember his name either, but I can see the actor doing the big old knife. Uh Uh-huh. So good. I see him. He's, you know... 
Yeah, that's a good evil. one because he's not yeah. doing it because he's wanting to be petty or anything. He's just doing it because it's just business. Yeah. Cruella Deville. Yeah. Neutral evil. Mm-hmm. She's definitely not chaotic. She definitely. She, she's very planned, but she's not lawful. And no. She's got that great neutrality if she just wants to do what she wants to do. Yeah. And society's she, having an issue with. You know, she, she just wants that fur coat. Damn it. And then Robot Chicken makes a funny haha where they give her the dogs because the dogs keep multiplying. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, it's really a service what I'm doing. Shit. <laughs> We need to get you to see Robot Chicken. Yes, sometime. we do. Did did my phone time out or oh. did ah did it, I think we, we I lost think we died. Her. I don't know. Let's see here. We should. Well, I'm gonna run to the restroom then. Oh no! It totally died. It died. Died. Okay, we have one last one, which I think everyone has oh. a good example of chaotic evil. Everyone chime in. Oh my god, Joker, Heath Ledger's Joker. Joker. Friggin' see the world burn, you know. I mean, that guy was. You can't, that You can't predict evil. I mean, where they're just, you know, you don't know what crazy shit they're gonna do. Could also be Jaws. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah, nothing beats Jaws. Not Jaws, because Jaws is driven only by his neutral. Um, uh, you have. Ones that you, oh, uh, to... Samuel L. Jackson's character in Kong. Oh, oh yeah, where he goes nuts to kill Kong. Yeah, for yeah. no real reason other, other than, than he wants it... to be the biggest badass out there. And that oh, he killed my men. Well, you attacked it first, type of thing. Uh huh. Right? You know. I'm... So alignments, misalignments. Yes. Now, if only you could have alignments and aspects from the fate system together. Oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. But that would be so much paperwork. That would be a lot of paperwork. Fifth edition was meant to par down the paperwork. Yes. That was one of its, its goals. And that's a great place to wrap it up there. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition, a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And remember, be careful out there. There be dragons about. Yeah, oh, wait, I have one favorite chaotic good character to throw in, Harry Dresden. Harry freaking Dr- Blackstone Dresden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep, that that would be a great one. And I would call Murphy lawful good. Oh, she's a ex- perfect example of lawful good. Yeah, thank you. Yes! Yes, chaotic neutral for the Bob. Bob is definitely... And then you have Butters. Oh, Butters. Another waffle good. I love Butters.